evoking magic of the everyday wonderment of life and death, one bitch at a time. Step inside, bewitch seance, episode, love as the ally, parte dos. Bienvenidos a Magic Mondays. Hoy invitados, today we invite Petorialia, the bitch, la bruja, the witch, all the way from the valley that remains lost in this little part of the northwest that shines like a diamond in the rough. Sitting here in uh, my garden, I'm out front of my little apartment and this is a space that actually I like to sleep at night often and in the morning just do cold showers and I have, so yeah this is a it's like a little sanctuary spot I really love it out here um, and so that's where that's my oh and I'm also looking at a spider that's crawling a big one wow he's beautiful and mm -hmm. some chives and some lemon balm and some really beautiful purple flowers I'm not sure what they are <laughs> and somebody's you shirt have an outdoor shower line. No, it's a hose. Sweet. I just turn on the hose in the morning. <laughs> oh, that sounds so delicious. Do you do it like first things in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, it's like the first thing I do when I wake up. Well, the first first thing I do when I wake up is um, like I think about, I guess I pay attention to where I am and how I'm feeling. And then my initial reaction, my initial response to the day is to feel love and if I'm not if I don't just open my eyes and I feel that then I take steps to get into that space and so whether it's pulling up a memory um you know of a, a happy memory or something like that whatever it is that I need to do um cuddle with my dog to bring about those feelings of love that just like flow through my body and that's the, that's the first thing that I do upon waking up sometimes it's really easy though and I just wake up and I've, I naturally am feeling like that, but that doesn't always happen. So if it doesn't, if it's one of those days where it doesn't always happen, then, um, then I have to do some sort of meditation in order to like bring myself back to basically like calling in the love, which I'm like not seeing, I'm not like, mm -hmm. I'm not aligned with at the moment. And then, yeah. And then taking a cold shower is like, that's like the most, one of the most important things It moves my lymph fluid through my body um it excites it gets that like excitement going um sometimes I have to kind mm -hmm. of like get myself to do it and other times it's just like this morning had to kind of you know it was hard to get out of bed a little a little bit hard to get out of bed <laughs> I really wanted to stay in um but I knew that getting up and get, doing my cold shower was going to like move things along and but yesterday I was just like woke up and I was just like doop 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 looked around and um, I was like oh okay I have to go to the bathroom so I got out and went out of like I was in the cabin I was in a little, staying in a little cabin yesterday not my not my house and I was like I walked out of the yard and I went to the main bathrooms and I was like I wasn't planning on taking a shower at that moment but um was just had this inspiration just be like no I need to do this now <laughs> and so I didn't have a towel I didn't have anything ready for me I just like went to the bathroom and then went to the, and like went to the shower and did my cold shower and then got out and I was like wow that was great turned out to be that I inspired like multiple people throughout the day then to go into the stream and do their cold like cold oh, dips in the yes. stream and I was like what I'm like I need to 
to do that. <laughs> I didn't even realize that the stream was available right now to go into my cold plunges. Um, but it is. And so it was ended up being an awesome day. Um, but yeah, it fluctuates like that in the morning. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, what does it what does it mean? I really like the way you structured like uh, finding a space of where you feel like love is going to be part of your day. Mm-hmm. What does it look like when it's like one of those days where you're like I can't be fucked like I just want to fucking lie here (laughs) and and call it a day (laughs) so what does it look like (laughs) yeah do you usually do is that when you take time to like meditate for a minute or take like cuddle with Zush or like Mm -hmm. anything like that yeah, uh, it is. If I wake up and my fur and upon rising, like my first thing that I open up when I open up my eyes, I can feel like I either feel really inspired and like jumping out of bed and just like, hello, son, hello day, you know, like a little kid maybe mm-hmm. wakes up. Or um, if I don't feel that, <clears throat> then I, I have this understanding that like when I'm in a state of love, um, I am in influencing and inspiring everything else that I'm going to see throughout the day. And so I find mm-hmm. a lot of value in getting into that place before I even like get out of bed. Um, and it doesn't always happen. Sometimes it takes half an hour. Sometimes it takes an hour. Sometimes I get up at six 30 and I'm like, Oh, it's still dark outside. And, and I don't get out of bed until like eight. And so it takes me, <laughs> it takes me a little while to actually like drop mm-hmm. into the space. Um, but the biggest, the intention for it is to, is to, if I don't just feel it, then I want to figure out how to call that in. And so the best way Mm -hmm. for me to do that is to think of something, think of a time, pull up a memory where I did feel that and then just be there with that memory. And as I'm there with that memory, it, 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 like just the very active remembering brings those feelings to the surface. And I'm, I'm truly there in that memory. Then now I'm feeling that, that feeling, that feeling of love. And then when I open my eyes, I just, I I continue with that feeling. I'm like, Oh, there it is. Okay. And I'm going to continue with this. And so it's Mm -hmm. really just when I wake up, if I don't know what, like, it's almost like not knowing what the feeling is, but knowing that I felt it before. And so how do I call in that feeling? How do I just choose to feel an open heart? How do I just choose to feel love? And, Mm -hmm. um, and it's not, sometimes it seems like we don't really have a choice. And so I can use this technique of going back to a memory where I did feel like this in order to remember what it feels like and then just keep feeling that. And sometimes it takes a little bit of focus, um, but when it works, it works. And then, and then I just, I, I stay there and it, I, I take that into the rest of the day with me. And that's actually a really important part too of going into like a cold shower because if I go into like a cold shower, a cold plunge when I'm not in that state, then I can, I end up doing things like, like what I've referred to as freezing my heart (laughs) and, Mm -hmm. um, my whole body gets really cold and then my, my toes go numb and I don't feel good and it doesn't feel good. And it's, it feels kind of scary. Um, and so being in a state of love, actually, even before getting into the cold shower, it all really works together, but it's the order of that I think is really important. And then idea that there are other people out there you know like at six o'clock between the hours of like six and eight who are upon rising Mm -hmm. they are doing the same thing which is like getting into the state of love before they get out of bed just to spend time in the state of love because when we're in that state it's like 
just those energies bounce off everything and they, they bounce off the sun and they bounce off the clouds and they come back and they bring life to earth and everything that's alive on earth, like it brings more life to that. And that's what I want to walk through my day with. And so, um, my email agreed with you. Oh, <laughs> I don't yeah? know if you heard it. Yeah. In that moment, it's like, do, do, do. Perfect. <laughs> I love yeah. when I have technology on my side. <laughs> the way you're talking about love, like the state of love, mm-hmm. um, is it, hmm, okay, because the way that I was talking about it was sort of like, um, so it was like the being with love or being without love and being without love. I, I think I used the examples of quote unquote hate, Mm -hmm. but I used it as an example of the sensations we categorize when entropy is simply doing its thing. Mm -hmm. So not as a vibration or element that exists all in itself, like love, Mm -hmm. um, but more so we can understand it and understand the process of like, when you are walking with love, Mm -hmm. there is sort of like this vibration that happens. And when you are walking without love, there's entropy that happens and entropy can take the shape of like hate, sorrow, fear, mm-hmm. joy, you know, whatever sensation it is that's moving because it's just naturally unfolding, you mm-hmm. know, unfurling and sort of doing its thing. So was there a time for you that you recognized in your body where love wasn't so much a sensation, but an experience, you know, that experience where you're like, wow, I, I, there was a moment in my life where I recognized love as its own entity, as its own energy, mm-hmm. as its own form, <clears throat> as its um, own element. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hmm. asking, asking consciously, like in a space of the way that you get up in the mornings and you make time to be in a space of love. Mm-hmm. That's like a ritual of asking love to be with you in the day. You know, that's like an yes. active, mm-hmm. intentional practice that you're like, it's not always to fucking ask love to be there with us mm-hmm. throughout our day, but taking the time to do it, that like is an incredible ritual. So I'm curious to know for you, when did you ask like when is the first time you can at, remember asking love to walk beside you in a way that was like oh I'm I'm not like just feeling love you know like I said I'm experiencing love mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah it does I love I, I I love I love thinking about um about love in this way love as uh, as an actual person um who has who has its own feelings, who has its own thoughts, who has, who is its own entity and who will leave. Like if we don't, if we don't show an understanding, like why does love leave? Why does love stay? Mm -hmm. And, um, how do we call it? Like, how do I call it into, call it into my day? And so, yeah, I appreciate that because in the example, one of me sleeping, like waking up in the morning and remembering love, I mean, what I'm actually, what I actually feel like I'm doing is calling it back in. And, but the thing is, is that it's there. It wants Mm -hmm. to be there. It's just whether or not I'm seeing it and whether or not I'm understanding it. And am I I in a space of understanding, um, with love? And if I'm not, then, then I'm essentially kind of like sending it away. (laughs) But at the same time, at the very same time, it it acts so fast that in the, the second that I decide I want to feel it, it's there. Um, it's there right beside me. And mm-hmm. so, um, 
I think uh, to answer that question, the best, the most, um, the most clear, I think, when I actually had these kind of realizations is not, is not just to see love as, as a person or as a, as a thing, but to see all of the feelings and emotions and that we can feel as, as, as persons or as things and, um, and things that we can invite. Like, I love to use this term, like inviting it out to dinner. Um, and so Mm -hmm. when I'm, when (laughs) it comes to call, you know, when, when disturbance comes to call, when fear comes to call, when sadness comes to call. And I like thinking about it this way because it keeps me as the seat of the observer and the one who is like of the divine, of like the divine child who can entertain all of these feelings and balance them. And like that keeps me grounded and being like, okay, so here is love that's coming to call. And here's fear that's coming to call. Here's doubt that's coming to call. And here's confidence that coming to call, that's coming to call. And they all want to be felt. They all want to be heard. And so I can sit them at a round table and I can just, okay, everybody, let's hash this out, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And I can see myself as this really grounded presence that is the balancer, essentially. Um, And I think there, so I was in, I think I can start the story um, when I was in Florida um, a year or so ago, I guess, and a year and a half ago. And I was doing a lot of contemplation, a lot of reading, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of just really deeply di- like deeply diving into understanding what it is to feel things and why I would feel things. Like, why would I feel aversion to people? Um, I know it's not about them. I know it's not nothing, it's nothing that they did, but for whatever reason, aversion, like I'm feeling this aversion to them. And, mm-hmm. um, and what I, what I, the, the picture that I have in my head then is earlier that year or earlier, like in June that year, um, a couple friends had come to visit me and I remember opening up the door. So I'm here in my house and I'm in the living room and then there's the door and I hear the doorbell ring and I open it up and this feeling that I get of these two friends that I haven't seen in a very long time. One of them I didn't really even know, um, but the other one I really knew. And um, the feeling of seeing them again and was so joyful and getting to host them was was such an honor that I couldn't, but I couldn't do anything but welcome them into my house and feel excited and celebrate that I had this opportunity to see them and host them and care for them and 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 show up for them in a way that made them feel worthy and safe and and calm and be able to rest like they wanted to rest and that was that was a gift to be able to do that and so mm-hmm. as I went throughout the next throughout the months then um what I would do is I would, I would apply the same experience to feelings and I would ask myself, okay, why do I not want to feel sadness? Why do I not want to feel anger? Like, why do I not want to feel these things? And yeah, it makes sense because they hurt. Like they don't, I don't enjoy feeling those things, you know, and I like to do things that I enjoy. Um, and so I, I wanted to know though, why, like I didn't want these things. And, but I wanted to want them because I want to balance things. Like ultimately if Mm -hmm. love is what I want, then I want to feel everything because love is, love is actually all. 
Like, it seems to me that love is actually what happens. It's the space that's created when all of the other energies in the universe are in balance. And inside myself, when everything is in balance, then like love is actually created because love is that space that just kind of bubbles up and is created when everything is in balance. It's the space holder. Um, and so in order to do that within myself, then I had to accept that if I wanted to feel love, which is bliss ultimately, then I had to be okay feeling hate. I had to be okay feeling pain because that mm -hmm. was a part of love. Like I can't just not feel pain and then expect to also feel and expect to love to also be there. Um, you know, it's kind of like if I were to invite my friend over and say like, Hey, you can come over, but don't take your left arm, <laughs> you know? Um, mm -hmm. well, that's not going to work. <laughs> um, so I started to apply that feeling of welcoming my friends into my home to the feeling of welcoming pain when it came to call into my body. So if I would get, I would go through an experience, like an, out, an experience in my outer world that would induce the, in pain or in some way, or I could say, just say like aversion, you know, um, to someone who is new in my life and they want my attention and I feel an aversion to them. And then I start to blame them because I don't have time for you. Why do you want my time? That kind of thing. And then I start to feel irritated. And, but it's not them, you know, they're a trigger, maybe they're an opportunity, they're a trigger mechanism, I suppose you could say, for me to choose how I want to feel about it. And if I just look at aversion and like, I say, I identify what I'm feeling as aversion and I say, okay, this is what I'm feeling. Um, this is, this must be what I want because I mean, I must've created this at some point in time. And so I must be okay with this. And so let me just adapt to this feeling of aversion and, and come on, aversion, like, all right, what, what's up? What do you have to say? And forget about the story that created the aversion. Forget about the story that, that aversion or that brought aversion to me, you know, that invited it into my space. <laughs> and um, just let's look at you, aversion. What do you, you know, let, let me take you out to dinner. What's up? Mm -hmm. And in doing that, I was able to relax and with relaxing, like came clarity. And with clarity, I was able to make better decisions. And then I realized that these things don't, I don't take these things personally anymore. I can actually hold some pretty, can I just say the word dank? Because I like that word. It's like a new word for me in the last year. <laughs> yes. Okay. I fucking love it. Of course you can. You can say whatever. Oh my God, please use that more often. Do you just use it all the time now in like yes. regular Yes. Every time I can, I mean, it's like an early nineties word. I don't know where it went. That's a fucking solid from. choice. <laughs> yes. I can hold some dank space for this feeling. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dank bitch. Right. Luckily, yeah, you can say it. Yeah. So this is, I mean, it, it, you're, I was describing or was asked to describe, I guess, one, one scenario or one instance, but it actually is one experience that I've, that happened over, over multiple, I guess, out, outer world experiences. And that I'm, that I came to, that I'm bringing together to realize is like into one. And I guess I even say it's one because what really helped me, the image that I always get when I, when like something comes to call that I don't want to feel, or I want to push away, or I want to change in some way so again, if like some sort of frustration comes or some sort of fear comes to call, 
And my, that what I'm charged with now is sitting here and learning how to welcome it, learning how to adapt to it and not be grateful for it, not try and change anything. Just be like, okay, here's this fear and um, I'm feeling it and it's here. And I recognize that in the past, I would want to do something about this. I would want to change this fear. Um, but I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I don't even want to be grateful for the fear because if I'm not grateful for it, then I don't want to be grateful for it because that's trying to change it. I just want to be wherever it is that I am with this. I want to feel this fear. And, Mm -hmm. and so, um, in order to do that, I imagine that scenario of me opening the door to my friends and how much joy and love and compassion I had and how much I wanted to serve them, how I wanted to show up for them in a specific way. And, um, and so I apply that to any moment when an, another feeling comes to call and, you know, the fear comes to call and I say, okay, I want to show up for you fear in a way that makes you feel safe, actually. <laughs> and I'm talking about you as in fear. So it's almost like if you're watching like a Harry mm-hmm. Potter movie, giving this fear um, when he, when he stands under the invisibility cloak and you can kind of still see him just, just that you can understand like that there's somebody there in the movie, mm-hmm. but he's actually invisible. That's the, that's the kind of face that I give to these feelings. But then when this feeling comes to call, I literally put that feeling in, in my doorway when I had this beautiful feeling of, of compassion and wanting to serve my friends. And instead of me opening the door to my friends, I'm opening the door to fear. And I look at mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know, hey, fear. Okay, yeah, come on. I've got some tea. I've got some, like, I've got some toast. <laughs> I have been eating a lot of toast recently. Um, <laughs> sourdough. And, um, and it feels so much more like I have balance in my life. Like that's how I balance things. And that's how I ask love and that, and, but in doing so I relax and in doing so like that is understanding love. So to bring it back to the full circle of like, how do I call in love and like, how do I walk with love? Like that's, that's how, because I'm actually creating love in that moment in like I'm creating love in that moment. Like I'm. It's, it's, I'm creating it and there it is. And it's like, oh, hey, love, there you are. And okay, let's walk beside me. It's like, I couldn't create love, you know, until I accept mm-hmm. and I balanced all those other things in order to mm-hmm. create this love that I can walk with, that I can like, that I can invite into or out of my life. I have to balance everything else first in the seat of belief with love as an actual person makes it even more real. And it makes, mm-hmm. it helps me understand that like, I, if I'm not in, in a situation where I'm understanding what's happening then, then love doesn't want to be around me. <laughs> you know, it's like, cause I'm not understanding. I'm not, I'm not allowing it to, I'm not allowing love to hold space for me. And so I said, I'm, I'm literally telling it to go away is what's happening. And love, because it loves me, can't do anything but listen to me. <laughs> and so it goes away, <laughs> but it's not like I'm purposely sending it away. I'm not, I'm not even realizing what I'm doing until I realize what I'm doing. And then immediately it comes back. It's like this really, it's like this beautiful yo-yo, I suppose. And, but like, it's, but it's instantaneous. And so it comes back right away, I guess. It, like, and that's why the plants are still here. That's why like the sun still shines. The, um, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about something that I don't even totally understand. I'm just like contemplating and like, this is, this is what I'm, this is what I'm like viewing in my, in my mind movie at the moment of how it all works. Um, yeah. But the cool and thing so, is and it works for me. Like I'm actually a more loving person. I'm actually like, I can hold way more dank space for people than I've ever been able to hold before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, getting, like, I'm getting feedback that people like they want to, they'd want to confide in me. They want to trust me. They want, they, they want to talk to me. 
and they feel safe doing so. And they make, and like, they feel worthy when they're talking to me. And like, I haven't been able to do that unless I can hold, like, I, unless I invite love along with me. But in yeah. order to do that, I have to balance everything else. Like I have to be the balancer. And then when I'm, when everything is in perfect balance, what comes of that is, is the, is the love, which is the space. Like it's what happens when everything is in balance. Yeah. I didn't have a very clear understanding of love um, versus just like a, a sensation we felt mm-hmm. versus something that reflected back and uh, mm. sort of ripples out into, into creative, creative thought, creative process. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, it's interesting because I feel that it wasn't until I started meditating that I felt like, oh shit, this is, this is existing as, as you've said, like this is existing as a crucible. This is existing as uh, an element that vibrates in the universe, regardless Mm -hmm. of my body or not. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I I feel that with that, there's been a like you said, being able to take out love and the recognition of the more the more time and energy that I put into into myself and my time with my body, my spirit, my mind. Um, automatically, there's like this this crucible that is created like this bubble of love Mm -hmm. the same one that people are seeing through the reflection of you you know because you are right now the way that you cultivate your space the way you give time for your garden the way you Mm -hmm. give time for those you love the the presence you I, I love spending time with you because I know you are so curious about all of it and and like there's a game of want of presence and I really Mm. enjoy that about you and so there's this Mm. reflection that happens when when we nourish uh ourselves and when we ask love to be a part of that Mm. um I find that to be sort of the trippiest of all is there's a very clear like outcome in my entire life and demeanor Mm. when like love is a part of it and when (laughs) I'm like all right fuck off like very very clear yeah and I find that really interesting and so (laughs) I'm curious for you if that was that was always something that was like yeah even if I was in a like in a thought process of love because for me I've had times where like I can think of love and I'm just like, I'm not going to invite love today. Like Mm -hmm. I just fuck it. I can't right now. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's like that extra hurdle um, doesn't even seem almost like doable. Mm -hmm. But then again, like the contemplation of, okay, I'm going to take the time between like six and eight in the morning just Mm -hmm. to find my ground and to remember to be like yo love Mm -hmm. I do not feel like loving right now at all anything or anyone Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so just like please come and sit next to me for a minute uh and then the allowance of like you said allowing fear allowing 
sorrow, allowing whoever needs to come over for tea, allowing her to pour over you Mm. in that way. Um, Was there a moment that you allowed her to pour over you or has it always been really easy for that to happen? Mm. Yeah, it's great. It's a great question. Um, And no, it hasn't always been. Um, I can also kind of consider this the journey of, of opening my heart. I haven't mm-hmm. always known what that was or what that felt like or how, how to do that or how to keep an open heart. And I guess you could even say like an open heart is the gateway to, to like that love uses to come through. So it's like, that's, it's, you know, that's the doorway that we open, um, mm-hmm. that love can use to come through. And, um, I remember in my beginning of my journey with all of, with like spirituality and learning about all of this, learning about gratitude, learning about love, like as a kid, I memorized when to say thank you, but I didn't have an understanding, really a conscious understanding of when, like I was at, of what this feeling of gratitude actually felt like. And then, Mm. and then like being grateful for something. And so in the beginning of my journey, I would hear a lot, just be grateful, just be grateful. And I, that didn't really work for me because I, because at that point in time I was pretty depressed and I was, um, I had like a lot of bipolar symptoms and I was, I was technically like diagnosed with that. And then, um, and, and so I'm like sitting there as people were telling me to just be grateful, just find something to be grateful for. I was like, but how can I be grateful for something? I don't even want to be here. I'm like, I can't be grateful for my toe. If like, I don't even want to be here. You know, if I just want, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can't be grateful for anything if I don't, if I don't want to be here. And so I had to, and I didn't even know what it meant to, I'm like, I don't even know what it means to be grateful. And like, what does that feel like? And so I really had to just start observing like these sensations within me and then relate it to, okay, when somebody does something nice for me, I feel like this. Typically, I would be, I was, I, I memorized that I should say thank you for this. <laughs> and, but now I actually have the feeling of gratitude to go along with the experience of gratitude. And now I know what it actually feels like. And so now I can call upon it. And I think it's the same thing for love. Um, I mean, we feel it. Do you it. remember? Sorry, do you mm-hmm. remember that when you started feeling like gratitude, when something shifted and you're like, oh, that's what. Is that what they're talking about? Mm. Like, did you have a, one of those moments? Um, I think in that case, it was it was more like a recollection over time of like looking back on mm-hmm. looking back on my life and and realizing that actually I got here because of the, this is actually what those things meant when I experienced this. Like, this is how I got here. So it was more like reflecting back and then looking at like how did I get myself here and then realizing that oh. Like I actually felt gratitude at that point and then putting two and two together. Um, mm-hmm. But I did have, when it came, when it comes to healing with like, with love and, um, and not like, I don't actually, I don't have the symptoms of bipolar and in depression anymore. I don't have, it's been almost two years, I think, since I've really had suicidal thoughts and it kind of mm-hmm. just, it left in like one day. And I do remember, I do remember this, this day. And um, it seems like it's, the story itself isn't all that, um, isn't all that awesome, I guess, like impressive, I suppose you could say. But it was very impress, it was very impressive, I suppose, impression, like on me, like it impressed a mm-hmm. lot on me. And 
um, I was at my house in my parents' house in Minnesota and, um, my friends that I'd known for, for several years, I hadn't seen them in five years. Um, but I'd known them for probably about seven or eight at this point were, were visiting Minnesota. And typically when they come to Minnesota, they don't have a lot of time for other, for like other things, like other than what they came here to do, which is really to be with their kids and, um, and family that that's here and just to get some certain things done. But in this particular, in this particular case, we were trying to get together because I was home. We hadn't seen each other in a long time. And I'd never met their daughter. The last time I met their daughter, it was like she was in her, uh, my friend's belly. <laughs> and um, they, we were talking and they were, they were feeling sick. Um, a couple of the kids were missing school and the, the drive to get to my parents' house from where they were is like an hour. And, um, but like they decided to come out and they, so they made this drive and they're not in Minnesota that often. And so just the way everything like worked together, they ended up like coming out, coming to my house and then sitting in my house with my parents, just like, just chatting. And they weren't even there for that long. And I remember like when they first got out of the car, I had this feeling, this elevated feeling of just joy and, and gratitude. Like I knew what it felt like. And I was overexcited at this point I was too excited because <laughs> I mean I think it's important for me to remember that love if you if you don't keep it like love is a massive energy that we have that we can mm. that we can control and that we can ask and that we can like we can utilize right but it can also burn us if we're too excited I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just like the sun like if we're out there for too long we're not responsible with it it will burn it can burn our flesh right um, so, um, I was a little bit too excited in this case and I was kind of like flailing my arms and I knocked my friend's coffee out of his hand, his Starbucks out of his hand. <laughs> and it just like his full cup of coffee that he just got, like went all over the ground. And I was like, oh my God, I felt so embarrassed. Um, but I mean, it was okay. So it was just like, I realized that, okay, I had to keep myself in check a little bit because I was going a little bit too overexcited. And, um, the, like what I like, so we hung out and then, um, it was just a really nice, like casual, like hangout. And it was so nice to see them and to meet the daughter that I hadn't met. And, um, and when they left, I just, I, I sat there like with this, well, we ended up going out to get some dinner too. But then like after that, um, we, I sat there with just this, the sensation of awe and, um, like that, that they did this for me, like the kindness that like, I knew what they were going through. I knew it was a stretch for them to try and get to my house and to visit me. I didn't have a, a way to get there at the time or whatever it was. They could, they came to see me and, um, it, it moved me so much mm-hmm. like this, this act of, of love. For, it was, I mean, you could say you could in some religions you might call it sacrifice. I mean, some like to, to come out and see me, but it's like, but what is sacrifice? Like I challenge that word a lot. Um, I challenge that word in relationship to love, I guess, a lot. Mm. And, um, and so sitting there with this feeling of knowing that my friends who have a, like, they've got a big business to run, like they have a lot of shit going on. And, um, for them to take the time out to see me meant so much to me that I, I, in that moment, I was no longer, in that moment, I felt like suicidal thoughts, depression, bipolar, I felt it all just like fall away. I felt it all just get like totally neutralized by this love that I, that I finally allowed into my life, which really was like, I finally allowed myself to like my heart to open and to receive their, their gifts, their gratitude. And like they, like this, the, who these people are to me also plays into this role. 
and like how they have helped me and how they have supported me over the years and like <clears throat> just the relationship that we have together. It's all very mm-hmm. important into why I was thinking why it had to be them in order to, and to come over in order for me to like to make to feel this way. But yeah, in, in that moment, um, I just, yeah, I sat there in just in awe. And I knew that I was no longer depressed. I was no longer suicidal. I was no longer bipolar. And at the same time, I was also very cautious about that because I know when it comes to bipolar, (laughs) you can be in the manic phase and then like go manic depressive and whatever. And it might just be one of those things. But internally, like soulfully, it didn't feel like that. Like I know what that Mm -hmm. feels like. And um, it didn't feel like that. And so I've been observing myself over the last like two years and it's been consistent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't have that feeling anymore. And that doesn't mean that it was that one event that made that happen, but it's everything that led up to that event happening. Essentially, I look at that event as like almost like a test to see if I was going to be able to receive love in such a way that I was actually going to be able to let it neutralize and balance these other, these other like energies that were over, were over, that were gaining, gaining ascendancy within me. So the energies of, of doubt, the energies of fear, the energy of like, of judgment and of guilt and, um, and those kind of things, which had dominated me, um, which were in, which were dominant in me. I suppose I can't just say like dominated me, but which were dominant in me. Um, and then for those to just be like neutralized by this love, like all, like there's so many different events, like different books that I was reading. And in and, and that particular um, month, I was also reading The NeverEnding Story that like, I was actually reading the book instead of just watching the movie. And that book like was changing my life in that moment. And so all of these things led up to this one moment, which like I said, it was really like a test to see um, if I was like, it's the, if it was, if I was ready to feel it, like, if I was mm-hmm. ready to like, let those things neutralize, if I was ready to balance, if I was able to like rise up and be the balancer in this moment. And, um, and I, and I was like, I learned <laughs> and it was, so, yeah, I think that is a memory that, 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 that's the time when I was no that, longer, and it was just like, it yes. just fell away. When she pours on you, mm-hmm. that, that's mm-hmm. it. That's what <laughs> I was, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the reflection. Yeah. No. Oh. What? Yo, the moon, <laughs> you're going to love it when it gets to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so exciting. Wow. Because I, it's bright and sunny right now here. And it's just the middle of the day. She is glorious. She's like. Really? Is she full? A, like a, yes. I mean, tomorrow she's going to be like her fullest. Uh-huh. Tomorrow is the full harvest moon. But technically okay. today is like her first full day. Um, yeah, but yo, mm. oh, how fun. Well, you get to see her in a few hours. Oh my gosh. That I'm having a really surreal moment right now. I'm just like, you're telling me like when she gets to you, it's like, you're sending me the moon. <laughs> yeah. <essence>. You know? <laughs> yes. Like harness the moon for me. What is it? Lasso the moon. You oh. just lassoed the moon for me. Oh, that is so romantical. What is romantic? Wow. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> I love yes, my romance with last you. Other one. Mm-hmm, me too. It's a good one. <laughs> Your friends in that moment is is it, it it sounds similar to you being able to be a reflector to those people that are 
telling you all of these amazing things, you know, it's, mm-hmm. and it's so felt it's so that's the trippy part about is, is you could feel this, you could feel it from your friends in a way that like nothing was expected, nothing uh-huh. at all. You know, it was just like, because we love you. <laughs> uh, they gave me jobs. They supported me financially. They supported me like in, in so many ways, like just like emotionally with like so many things. And, but mm. it was this one instance. And so I've seen love from them over mm. and over and over and over again. And I didn't get it. So it's not like like love hasn't been pouring over me. I just haven't been in a state of understanding. And mm. so essentially I've been like asking it to leave. I've been in this world yeah. where I, where every, where things are just mundane and it's like, um, I'm trying to describe the, the hell scene in, in the third book because that's really, it, is, <laughs> that it really is what it's feeling like. Um, and, and then, but for whatever reason, all the different elements came together and I felt, and I felt that love that time. But what about me changed? Like, what did I have to realize? What did I have to go through in order for them mm. to come here at that moment? And then I realized it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Trying to look back and see how, see why I didn't feel it before and I felt it now. And mm-hmm. how, I mean, I think it was because I really needed to have, like, I was opening my heart in the same moment. I had gone through a lot of pain, like so much pain in the last, like, like just a few months prior to that. Um, mm-hmm. maybe it was, maybe it was more than a few months. Yeah. Anyway, um, I can't remember the exact timeline at the moment. Um, but okay. No, it would have been a few months prior anyway. Yeah. And so that pain is also like that kind of pain is also very cleansing and it, it kind of like accelerates thought and it just moves you to creation. And so I think in order to like, there, I must've been full of other things that were like just taking up all that space and not able to just release those things. And when I was able to like through the pain that was felt through that cleansing pain, I was able to just release a lot of stuff and then make more room. Like I had to let go of things I didn't want to let go of. I had to adapt to, I had to adapt to pain. And, um, in a very specific way, I had to learn to love it. I had to learn to like ask love to be there. I mean, it's like a chicken and the egg. Like I'm, what I was yeah. saying before is that <laughs> yeah. like, in order, in order to, in order for love to be here, you have to balance everything else because love is actually the container that balances, but then you have to apply. See, that's where it's a little bit different because it's like you have to apply love to these things, but I'm not, I think the the difference that I'm recognizing is that I'm not trying to love pain. I'm not trying to love like actively um, uh, frustration or whatever it is that I'm feeling. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to adapt to it so that I can balance it and in the balancing I can relax and in the relaxation is actually where I can I'm in a state of understanding and where love is actually formed because like I get so excited I think <laughs> to try and describe it all that it just kind of comes out like blah 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 blah, blah. um but there's I can just feel so it, the, I you know? there's yeah there's so many layers that's why I love it is like mm-hmm. you this only opens up yeah, it's like dissecting it, you know, there's, mm-hmm. it's the whole thing, but you can just like sliver it down to, oh, it's so good. And just like, mm-hmm. man, this can contemplate about this all day and be so happy. Is there a question that you want to close off so you can continue your contemplation once to let our voices go? 
Oh my gosh, that's great. So a question that I'm posing to myself. Mm, I And it's a question, of course, it's like for yourself, but it's for everything and everyone that is a part of, you know, the space that we're sharing, the vibrations that are being like put out and listened to. So mm -hmm. yeah, along with everything that we talked, oh my gosh, I, okay, I'm just, F, I'm just letting you know the moon. Um, yes. I'm putting all of these besitos and abrazos because I can see it from oh, here. Oh. Literally, it's glowing down just the shadow of trees yeah. over a huge like valley. So um, te amo and let me I know when you get it. I can't believe that we're having this experience. Like you are in, <laughs> you, are, you are in the, the contrast. Like <laughs> mm -hmm. this is this is so cool. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like the contrast. It's literally light and day, like or I mean, light and dark. And mm -hmm. you're there, and I'm there, and and I'm, mm. I'm a little bit behind you, or maybe I'm a little bit ahead of you. I don't know. Maybe both. And or and maybe... here and here you are reflecting because the yeah. sunshine is reflecting off the full moon, and just get <gasps> it, girl. Get it with your love. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, a question to pose for everybody. If love is a person, who am I to love? I could ask the same question of anybody. Who am I to you? How do I want to show up for you? Like, There's a question that I ask myself on a pretty consistent basis. And how do I want to show up for people? And so I can also say, like, how can I serve how can I serve love? How, hmm. how can I show up for love? How do I show up for love? What does love want? How can I serve you? What can I do for you? Lovely. I mean, I think what love would say to me is that it wants understanding. It wants me to understand it. But how do I do that? How do I move throughout my day? I mean, I can Let's ask see. myself this and... Is, is this the tarot card that you're pulling? So I asked a question and then... Yeah. Ooh, that's fun. How do I how can I, how, how do I show up for love? How do you show who, up for love? Who, who am I to love? I guess we could put put it that way. The Knight of Swords. <gasps> really? I've gotten the that card Knight, before. The Knight of Swords, the messenger of ruin, courage, rage, violence, mercenary, and it is. This glorious bitch on a horse, uh, riding, yeah, like totally ovaries out without anything. And there's a gorgeous sword in the air. Um, I'll send you an image. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. How can you show up for love? And Whoa. I mean, that is, yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> okay, love, that's, a, okay, I can do this. I take that challenge. 
Mm. That's exactly what you did. And that's the beautiful part and constantly about tarot, you showing up today, your willingness to play your time, your energy in stepping into the seance of love, talking about love. It was through the ruin you know and you are a fucking knight and we've talked about you being a wild stallion you know like it's like (laughs) of course you got the fucking knight (laughs) it's so incredible it's so trippy and bizarre and I'm like yeah but it also makes so much sense and yeah your fucking courage and your rage and your violence and all the beauty that comes with like Show the fuck up. You know, it's like Anastasia when she's like, bitch, I'm not even like you're I'm not even scared. Like, show up, boo. Like, show the fuck up. I'm just going to shine my fucking light ray on you. Like, whatever. Okay, get over it. It's so good. Get over it. Get over it, man. You're so sassy. I love you. I love you, too. Gosh, I need more of your sass more often yes gracias bruja mm-hmm. so 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 much all right have a wonderful sleep and i will see them have a wonderful and, day yeah and, um, yeah definitely you too yes <laughs> te amo and te amo Paca. Paca. until our next spiraling sunday stay fucking weird bitches